welcome back, America, to the Yucky Podcast with JM and JB. And for those of you who are new here, this podcast is all about the entrepreneur mindset and the lifestyle where you can find balance between work and life. Within this show, we're going to showcase um, not just people within our network, but also local Arizona businesses and the minds that built them. JB, welcome to the show. Hey, howdy. Howdy doody. It is. I'm glistening right now. Okay, well, we shouldn't be moving a truck five minutes before we do a podcast. Can we put that down for notes for next time? Noted. And it's also like 105, <laughs> which is one of the coolest days this week. But Well, and we're actually like, I mean, later in the day, it's, you know, work's actually over. We're doing this a little bit later, which is nice. Except for the fact that we're trying to move a full-size truck onto a trailer that got stuck and is not working still. And now it looks like I'm crying because I have sweat dripping down my face. Oh, Water bottle in the scene. No problem, T. Lee. Let me get uh, that water bottle. Look. Make sure you hydrate. No, it's for the dynamics for the shot. Are you kidding me right now? It's all about... He was telling me to hydrate. Oh. No, he wasn't. That's what I thought. Um, so Health is wealth. Health Go is ahead. wealth, but wealth <laughs> helps with your health. It does, actually. I know. You have more or money. Or could ruin it because I'm just going to go use all my wealth and eat. No, because you Jack would go. Jack in the box all day. No, you see, that's the thing. You wouldn't go to Jack in the Box. If you had a bunch of money, Chick-fil-A. you would go, well, probably. But you pay somebody to make you five course meals, and then they're going to be super healthy because they're as it'll really not, good It'll chef. be literally nothing but ribeyes every night. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with Caveman that. Caveman diet. It works for a lot of people. I've heard. I'm just like dripping in sweat right now. I can't even focus. I know. I'm going to keep messing with my shirt just because I don't want my sweat marks to show. It's real. It sucks. Real recognized, real. All right, so this has been a crazy week. It's it's really crazy, but it almost is good for us because then it kind of lays out a topic for the podcast, I think. Maybe. About staying consistent. How consistent is this going to stay because I am hot and sweaty? Not necessarily consistent with how busy we were, but staying consistent in our day-to-day routine with us still doing the podcast. We have, both of us collectively could be doing five different things right now on top of still finishing that truck we have to I need to do five different things right now. Exactly. Like, we should probably end this now. (laughs) We probably should. So maybe this will be a shorter one. Yeah. Outro music? (laughs) Killing the game. (laughs) Killing the game. Um, That would be kind of funny, though. It would be. Here's your two minutes. And scene. And scene. Did the podcast. like my second. Checklist. Two seconds, two, two minutes. Wow, minutes. <laughs> oh, minutes. It's a lot. Of, like it takes me a what minute. Do you, to take what do you my do pants with the off. The other minute and a half. Exactly. Well, that's a clean Anyways, up. Got to find my other shoes. Consistency. Consistency. I mean, right. This is something that, you know, we really are putting a lot of time and effort into this. We brought T Lee into this. We really wanted this to be something a little bit bigger than what we had originally planned on. Um, and consistency is key, right? This is the biggest thing for us, especially right now this week with how much we have going on. We've had a bunch of meetings. We've been, it's been kind nonstop, of, you know, meetings. looking at, you know, how we operate, how we become more efficient, how we can kind of save some funds, you know, great stuff that could possibly for be a, another podcast. But for us right now, consistency is the thing that we need to make sure that we're staying on top of. And this right now today with how crazy it is, um, has shown us that we are doing this, especially with the podcast, which mm-hmm. is the easiest thing that we could both just be like, hey, let's push it to tomorrow. Hey, let's push it to tomorrow. Hey, actually, let's just do it next week. Super easy. All of us would probably be okay with it, but we didn't. We came I together. tried to figure out how to say it. I know. And I mean, I'm just like, why don't we do something next week? Why no. don't we do two next week instead of none this week? That could be an option, but it's not an option right now. Speaking about consistent, Tristan's been pretty consistent with having a birthday every year. <gasps> and this year, today, is his birthday. 
That was a good little segue. Happy birthday, Teely. Are you going to sing to him? Happy birthday to you. Oh, gosh. She's doing it. Get it, girl. That's all I got. Oh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. What are you, like 16? 21 or two? Two. Two. 20 deuce. Dude, we're freaking old. You going to go get drunk? You don't drink. Good. Runs in the family. More for me. (laughs) You going to take Jake Mar to go get drunk? He doesn't drink, so... I can still take you. You took me on my 21st birthday. Yeah, but we didn't go get, to go get drunk. We didn't go get drunk. We didn't get drunk. No, we didn't. Exactly. We had fun, though. What I, I lost 40 bucks. Yeah, you honestly were like having this twitch in his eye. Like, So he, we went to the casino. Great time. Had some good drinks. Kind of walked around. Did a little bit of light gambling. And then uh, Jake got this little glisten in his eye like... God, this is going to be an addiction. And I went, we're out. No it, more money. It really was. Stay away from the ATM machine. We are wrapping this bitch up and we are gone. I think I showed up with 20 bucks and I'm like, this is all I'm going to gamble. I hate gambling. I don't make enough. I'm going <laughs> to put in 20 bucks in the machine and right off the bat, 70 bucks won. I'm like, shit, this is easy. I can do I'm this. I'm rich. And then, and then uh, I'm like, I'm just going to keep going. So I kept going and then 70 bucks was gone. So he went and got 20 I'm more. like, it was easy to get 70 bucks. I'm going to go get 40 more gone in like not even three minutes yep but he was like oh, i could do it i can get it back i can win and then you were a good friend and you said let's go yep i got and you. we went i got you boo and i don't think i've been back to a casino since i've walked through them yeah but i don't gamble yeah uh yeah i've gone i've lost plenty of money i'm usually really good about setting a limit and i never go above it sometimes i've won sometimes i've lost actually the majority of time i lose but i almost like i'd rather just crinkle up a 20 dollar bill and throw it in the middle of like a group of people and just watch them fight over it i feel like i get more excitement and enjoyment out of what i just spent at a casino that would actually be kind of fun really well I, again I, I do that I, I drop it on the table and i lose it most of the time in like 20 minutes i'll go up and go down and then it's all gone but i don't know enough about cards or gambling or slots all the slots. Well, I'm gonna skip right past that one. I'm trying to be, trying to be better. I got a lady, bro. Um. Anywho, there is a place in Vegas I want to go back to. Uh-oh. I talk about this every time. It's a Uh-oh. dueling dueling piano. Oh, dueling piano in uh, yeah, Paris Hotel. Yeah, it's amazing, and it I've, really I've been awesome. extremely tempted to just drive out there. You know, there's a any. dueling pianos in. Yeah, counter. but it's not a cigar bar as well. No, but I'm sure you could smoke. What the hell was that? Tristan didn't hear because it doesn't have headphones on. <laughs> oh, was your, that was my ringtone. I had to turn it on. So I always have my phone on vibrate. I thought I'd, someone was whistling at me. No, but I've been so busy and doing so much recently that like I've had to put my phone on loud because I'm I'm just missing too much stuff right now. So um, dueling pianos. There's one up in. Uh, there's one downtown. There's, I think there's one up at Desert Ridge or something. Uh, I think it's uh, Scottsdale 101. Like where the movie theater is. Mayo and Scottsdale Road. They just opened up one right there. Remember that Mexican food place that was right on the uh, front side of the building of the movie theater? I think we've gone there. The Mexican food place. Yeah. It's closed and they opened up a dueling piano. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. We have to check it out. I'm going to go tonight. Maybe we'll take T. Lee for his birthday. You want to go dueling pianos? No. Wow. You didn't I even like. let you play you, the keys. Yeah. You like music. Yeah. All I right. Can show What's you the how problem? to get down with the get down. What? We'll go tomorrow night and on Friday. He's got. I'll go to work. Oh, yeah. He's there. We'll go after work. I'll go to work. What do you have to be in bed by 10? You want me to be your bodyguard? <gasps> I can go. Do you have an extra camera? All right, stop. We got to focus up. We're going to be on this thing for two I am long. royalty. Not really. <laughs> TDJB. No. All those that's, high school that's kids. That's a lie. That's up. an absolute lie. There was another Jake Brown after me that did better and just completely destroyed everything. 
It's embarrassing. So now when you look up Jake Brown football, you're not even in the top. No, it's the other one. You suck again. Um, My legacy. Down the journey. Let's, let's try to focus up here for just a sec because I actually do want to talk about consistency, not just your old I'm school. I'm being consistently. Uh, football days. Okay, go ahead. You want to talk about your football days? Let's talk about it. Fuck it. I really Fuck don't. It. I really don't want it. to. No? I really don't know. We can play I'm the OT. Oh, you could probably drop a little highlight clip from uh, his highlight tape. He hates my highlight tape. Jesus. <laughs> All right. right. Consistency. There go. We go. So, what's the definition? Uh, can you look it up for me? Drop Wait. the definition right. Tristan, here. Can hold on. Microphone on. Engage. Tristan, what's the definition of consistency? Here he is, the one and only. Conformity in the application of something typically that which is necessary for the sake of logic, accuracy, or fairness. Okay, what about for somebody that isn't smart? I was just gonna say, can I get a <laughs> can I get a get rural place definition? of origin, please? The quality of always behaving in a similar way. Oh yeah, there we consistently. go. Consistently. So, what would be your definition now that we've heard the actual dictionary one? You're putting me on the spot. Right I now. am. Well, I mean, a, a definition is no different. You know, you think of a word. What's the first thing that pops in your mind? Maybe that maybe instead of a sentence, it's a person or a quality trait or something that you would do consistently. Personally. I don't know. I think of routine. Every time I think of consistent, I think of routine, Okay, which doing, is fair. Doing the same thing over and over again, causing. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a really good question because, you know, it could fall into plenty of different categories. Um, the first thing and only really thing that pops in my head right now is routine, which is honestly um, you, you know, I, I think those words really correlate with each other. So I think that's the same word. Just I different. I think letters. they're two different words. No, that's the sure. same. I'm not. I'm not a. What's the definition of routine? No, okay, we're gonna get into this. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> just shoot me in the face right now, please. Thank you. Wait, he doesn't want to give do it. You want to talk about it? People aren't gonna stop listening to this. A sequence of actions regularly followed. Boom! Consistently. i hate you so much sometimes i want you to know this it's like i consistently hate you routinely routinely hate me um so which again i think both of those really kind of you know compensate each other in a great way what's one thing that helps you stay consistent um throughout the week the month the year just what's one thing that really kind of brings you back to that routine unfortunately it's a huge mindset thing um you know obviously going to the gym uh, i always bring it up but that's one of the hardest things to do, waking up at 3 a.m. and making it. Um, now, yeah. my mom listens to this now. and She's oh, going like, to call your ass out well, quick. Uh, you consistently miss this week. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you got to switch it up a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, so, But no, it's making sure you do the things over and over again, make it a routine, and then it becomes hab- habitual. Yep. Um, you're going to constantly do it, whether you feel in the mood or not. Um, you know, waking up at 3 a.m. is easy after you do it for three weeks in a row mm. it's just like all right this is normal now now if you don't do it at all then it's just like well you're an idiot why are you waking up that early but you know you do it routinely consistently it's now a habit and you don't know anything else after that well, it's the same thing as waking up and going to work in the morning you don't know anything else yep it's not like you're gonna wake up and like what am i gonna do today you know so i freaking wish we could do that that'd be ideal one day I want to have so much money where I don't want to walk around and tell everyone just like, fuck you money. I want to fuck off money. I want to have so much money that I just don't do anything. I can do whatever I want and just not care. What would you do? You, you're hundred million dropped into your account tomorrow. Peace. Are you disappearing? Yeah. Or are you helping? Off. No, drop it off the map. I'll go help whoever lives on the private island I just bought. <laughs> what island? 
<laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know. Realistically, like obviously, I I would. Um, I mean, I pay off all my debt. I pay off my parents' debt, my family's debt. Um, I would my then debt. my debt, part of my family. Yes. Um, and then I would divide. Finally. Whatever I have left over, cut in half. Half of it goes to investment, half of it, uh, or and then the, the second half, I would split that in half, and then I would put that basically in, um, you know, retirement funds, um, something with, you know, lower Do you risk consider value. an investment a retirement fund? No. Why? Because it's so vol- um, volatile that you don't know. It could go up, it could go down. That's money that I want to be able to flex around and, and move. Not all investments have a good ROI right? Some investments it's risk. get washed down the toilet. Mm-hmm. So you just don't know. So I'm not going to count on those investments as a retirement fund, which is why half of that goes straight into investments, whether it's up or down, uh, you know, the majority of how this world works, if I uh, diversified enough and I make my portfolio really kind of, you know, expanding into all of the different areas, I'm going to make money overall. What? I got another question because uh, my good friend, Dale, Dale. look, don't, um, don't make me answer a question because you don't think I'm stupid. No. Okay, continue. What's retirement? What is retirement? Mm-hmm. It's what I decide to do when I don't want to work anymore for somebody. Or Are you ever going to stop working though? No, but I want. I don't want to do it. So you're retirement never for me. Retire. No, no. So retirement for me is I'm not working for a purpose. I'm working for fun. That for me is retirement. I could do that at 40. I could do that at 50. I could do that at 70. Right now I'm working for a goal and a purpose. Okay. Retirement, whatever age it comes down to be, because you know I'm in that mindset of like. I can't sit still for that long. I'd like to be able to, and that's something that I can work on and, you know, try to get, become better at. But right now I'm working for a purpose. Retirement is working for fun. There's no ultimate goal. I'm doing it to keep busy. I'm doing it to help somebody else's business, to provide value for, for, for somebody, to help my family build something, you know, hopefully some nephews by the time I, you know, go to retire, they're going to be old enough trying to do their own thing. You know, that for me is retirement. Okay. I like it. Which is why, you know, well, inve- yeah, investments a lot of, aren't Well, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people say, I'm going to retire by whatever age. Yep. It's just like, what's retirement? Mm-hmm. What, what are you going to do? Mean? Are you going to literally sit on your lazy boy and not do anything? You're retired now. Nope. That's just not in me. And that's kind of old school. You yep. know, when my grandfather retired, he had a lazy boy. He had his four TVs on the wall. You had all, all the baseball games on yep. at one time. And that's because you just worked, you know, 50 years of your life to do that. Mm-hmm. You missed out on all of that kind of stuff. I don't want to go retire and travel and be in a freaking wheelchair. No, my my goal of retirement is to be on a board and say this is my portfolio of businesses. On a board, what does that mean? I want to be on a board of business. So I oh, want to say, you know, these are my, this is my portfolio. I've got 10, 15, 20 businesses mm-hmm. that I invest in. Um, I'll do, you know, either quarterly or annual meetings on them. Um, obviously, I'll have, hopefully by then, people running them. Um, but then I can collect on them, go invest in future businesses and do all that. So that's what I find as retirement. I don't think I'm ever going to quote unquote retire because I'm always going to be involved in some sort of business. I love business way too much to just Mm. drop it off and say, that's it. And Kendi and I have talked about this. I'm like, you need to go make a couple more million dollars and uh, let me retire. And I'm going to be a stay at home. (laughs) I'm moving in. And then I'm starting to think, I'm like, no, I can't, I can't even stay home now. I have my office at home and I'm like, all right, an hour's up. I can't work in my office at home anymore. Yeah, but you as a stay-at-home dad's not like the typical, you know, I'm doing laundry, doing the dishes, cleaning. It'd be you're doing work and If she's making millions, that's 100% what I'm doing. Well, laundry, dishes, food's on the Building table. a garage, cars in the back, nope. having projects. I'm going to make sure that her towel is warm when she gets out of the shower. I'm going to make sure food is warm when she gets home. 
Towels bubble are all folded up nicely. Go. Bubble bath, you know, charcuterie board right here. Charcuterie? Char- charcuterie. Okay. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, it was perfect. I was just trying to give you a hard time. Yeah, dick. I know. Um, no, I don't 100% do that. So what would you do with $100 million? Invest probably the majority of it. I'd pay off... Again, I would take care of my family Cops first. Get. Uh, unfortunately, we are the same person. No. Um, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> not as good looking. Um, <laughs> pay off, you know, all my family's debts. Make sure mom's able to retire, dad's able to retire, mm. which they're pretty close. But anyways, um, and then I would go and get into, I'd probably call Dale and be like, hey, uh, need some help. Guide me. Guide me. Obi-Wan Here, Kenobi. Here's my money. Let me know when I run out. Do you, do you know who Obi-Wan Kenobi is? Yeah, he's that one dude. I can't remember if you... I mean, I know you hate all those kind of sci-fi movies, but... Is that the Star Wars one? I'm so proud Star, of you right now. Is it Star Wars? Yeah, only because it was a 50-50 shot on Star Wars and Star Trek, so... Yeah. It's a ho- Obi. Obi Trice. I want to ask so many Star Wars and Star I Trek I don't know any of them. I couldn't tell you. Tristan, you can talk to Tristan about Star Wars. Okay. He's a... Star Wars geek. I just nerd. I think it's funny that uh, this guy over here just no interest in at all. And even your wife watches a lot of like she watches all um, of them. Marvel movies and Star Wars. Is she a Trekkie or a Star Wars? No, she hates to hike. <laughs> She's a Star Wars. <laughs> Star Trek. Trekkie is a Star Trek. Yeah, sounds good. She's a worry. Live long and prosper, my She's, friend. She's a worry. Star worry. Maybe that's what we're going to do one, one set up to We're going to have quotes from Star Trek and Star Wars and see if he can point them out. I'm super into that, actually. Okay, next podcast. Remind me of that one. This is going to be really funny for me. I failed. Kendi's going to watch it and laugh. Probably. She's like, you're an idiot. We're getting divorced. <laughs> I'm like, I agree. <laughs> um, I don't know what we're talking about. We were off topic consistently. That happens. It's like a routine that we have. Dickhead. Again, but this I is I think we're so us. tired and sweaty. And Speak for yourself. I got plenty of energy. Do you? Yeah. What are you going to go home and do in about an hour? Eat food. And then? Walk the dog. What time are you in bed? It's 10 o'clock. Do you really go to bed at 10? Yeah. Damn. I saw 10 o'clock last night, actually. Actually, I think I was getting in the shower at 10 o'clock last night. So it's more like I'm in bed by like 10 30. I don't want to brag, but I got home at 10 o'clock last night. Good for you. Proud of you. It's the latest I've been out in a while. Is that why you didn't make the gym at 3 in the morning? 4 in the morning? That is correct. I instead went at 8 in the morning. Killing the game. I really am proud of us for doing this, though. I know that we really haven't talked about much. We were kind of talking about consistency, kind of dabbled a little bit in like investments and retirement, but charcuterie boards. Um, considering <laughs> um, what we've done for this last week, this and today, you know, I really am. It, it, it shows a lot, I think, from you, me, even Tristan coming up last minute on um, his birthday. On his birthday, of all things. Sorry, um, I didn't bring you a cake. I did think about it. Yeah, you're kind of a bully. I got a beer in the fridge if you want that. Um, I'll put a candle on it, light it up for you. (laughs) Um, but it it really has shown, you know, that we are taking this seriously and it actually means something to us. There's a lot of times that, you know, people just go through the motions and, you know, oh, I want to do it, but don't put forth any effort. And yet today, like we didn't come up with a topic. We didn't really plan what we're going to be doing, what we're going to be saying. Tristan came up with some really good stuff. We'll talk about here in a minute. Um, but it prepared, it really just, it shows that, you know, we actually give a shit about something and that, that means a lot, even though we maybe didn't give a hundred percent of the shit today. Um, you know, trying to keep together a routine and a pattern and, and making sure that we are doing this with a purpose behind us is, you know, it's good for us. It, it, it kind of, it rounds off those rough edges and it really keeps us kind of 
you know, honed in on, on what we're looking for. Definitely. So I, I think for us, even though there might not be a lot of shareable content or a lot of people can relate to, which is fine as well, it really just shows that, you know, at the end of the day, you can just buckle down and do the shit. Um, do the it shit. might suck. You might be tired. You might be <laughs> sweating through your t-shirt because you're outside and moving a freaking truck around. At the end of the day, just proof's in the pudding. I think... Uh, Buckle in and get the shit done. I think we have a pretty good lineup, too, of possible guests coming on. Next couple of weeks, I know myself, I've I got um, some guys solidified I, in. I've I got a couple got as a couple. well, so... It's going to be really good. I mean, I know we kind of been doing this just us, which is nice. It's allowed us to kind of get our footing, get back into the routine of things, and make sure that we are moving this in the right direction. So, it, it, for real, it, it seriously has shown me a lot and shows us that we're here to do this shit. And, you know, if we got 100 people listening or we have one person listening, we're still in it for... For us, not just for We're whatever is out person. there in the universe. Amen to that, brother. Give me a song. What do you got? Go to song. Sick, sick. Hit me with some Creed. Good. Oh, shoot. You put me on the spot. Come on, dude. I'm ready. Can you take me <laughs> higher? I think that needs to be our walk-in song for the podcast when we just walk in and T's getting ready to set up. Would that be our like, walk-in song, though? I, for both of us walking into it? I think it's Nickelback. It's got to be a Nickelback song. Oh, go name one. Rockstar. Sing it. That was a really good one. Sing it. I don't know the words. I'm panicking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm panicking. All right. Why do we only know the Spice Girls song? Because it's a great movie. I mean, song. I've never song. seen it. It's a movie. It's a movie? You. They go made a movie? Go Frost movie? Yourself. I haven't seen that movie. Name that movie. Hit me with comments. Go Frost Yourself. Crawl the Royal King. Or the, what's it? Crawl the, the Warrior, Warrior King. King. <laughs> That could be a little clip, just saying. Oh, here. Speak. Hit me with the good stuff. If you were to make a movie, who would play you and what would it be about? Brian Gosling. <laughs> Boom. All right, you go first now that we got the names out of the way. Wait, can you ask that again? I just said who would play you. <laughs> if you were to make a movie, who would play you and what would it be about? First off, documentary, obviously. I don't know. Who do I look like? Don't be a dick. Don't say Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. That is a badass. I know. You're welcome. No, you said, who'd you say? Bradley Cooper? No, I said Brad Pitt. Oh, Brad Pitt. That's a good one, too. Okay. Chris Hemsworth. I don't know. You can't switch it up. Damn it. All right, Brad Pitt. I have Ryan Gosling because obviously, you know. No. Ryan Gosling. Besides the fact that you were a horrible corner. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why we would, you know. Okay. And what would it be about? I think it would be a documentary. Of uh, of your life, yeah, of us, Jake squared. Hmm. Instead of relatable, it's going to be Jakeable. Jakeable, yeah, unjakeable, like an uncrustable, unjakeable. But I like the I like the edges on us. I like the circle of an uncrustable circle so of what, trust. What would it be? Stop getting distracted by Sorry. uncrustables. I know that happens. I think it'd be it's some stupid raunchy comedy because we're a bunch of idiots. Can we just mirror uh, this means war. Sure. Yeah, no. No? No, because then we'd be dating the same girl. Yeah, okay. I just like the movie. It's a good movie. Super bad. Fuck my life. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, no, I, I think... I think... It, go ahead. I, I just... I want it to be basically... You want it to be serious. A remake of, like, Mission Impossible and Top Gun combined is Jake Squared. It's pretty much the same movie. Yeah, I know. But, like, one's in... Top Guns. You just want us to be the other ones. flying jets as Tom Cruise. And racing cars and jumping out of airplanes and doing a lot of stunts, basically, because we're athletic. It's not that great, but in my mind, I'm still athletic. 
Or we could do a documentary. Uh, nonetheless, Ryan Gosling is playing this. Let me tell you. Okay? We're basically twins. Hmm. Minus, like, the really good looks, super tan, abs, muscle. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because you got none of those. I know. That's what I mean. I'm, I'm um, minus all that. But that's why he comes and brings that to the table. So. He's like, can you guys just answer that freaking question? I answered it, you bitch. I, I think it has to be a... Uh, it'd be a comedy with action sports included. So it'd be us racing. Jake Marr, obviously, on motorcycles. Me, not so much, because I don't ride motorcycles. And uh, I would be in, like, a Razor, side-by-side. Okay. Or a monster truck. Anything off-road. Okay. So it'd be a comedy of us driving around. Actually, it'd be you doing crazy stuff on the motorcycle while I'm holding on to you on the back. So you're, you're taking Screaming. it back to like, uh, you know, 2010, 2009? Yep, that one. Okay. And I'm holding on, and you're going fast, and I'm screaming, ah! and then you keep going, and that's one of them. And then I'm going to throw you in the razor, and then we're going to go fast. You'll be like, that's cool, because that's how much personality you get. I respect it. That's it. Stranded on an island, top three things you would bring to survive. You go first. I'm on an island, so I need a life straw. Are you serious right now? I'm sorry. I'm. You're off the clock. I know. I, I would have a life straw. The cow I killed last week. <laughs> the, I'm baby, bringing, the baby calf. I'm, a small animal newly born. Continue. I'm bringing it with me. And uh, my Traeger. And I'm good. Oh, wait. I need a gun. Nope. I can build a sword. No, I'm bringing a gun. You're all over the place, bro. I need to figure it out. All right. So I'm bringing my life straw. My gun. I'll do a nine. It's easy. No, I'll make a 45. Four or five. And what's the third thing? My Traeger. <laughs> You're just killing a lot of time right now, dude. <laughs> Jesus. I couldn't decide. I just want to cook. It's supposed to be your initial jump. Like for me, I'm bringing a Rambo knife. I'm bringing a uh, fishing time to think. Yeah, exactly. A fishing pole with line and an unlimited supply of um, whiskey. Well, I'm glad we're on the same island. Yep, me too. (laughs) Jack o' lantern. Continue. Yeah, what else you got? Football season is coming up. Funniest moment playing. Watching Jake Marr. (laughs) First off, dickhead. (laughs) I had a two yard punt return. I'm going down in the history books for that. You fell two yards. No, I got tackled two yards forward. Okay. Funniest football. Go. I don't know. I didn't play that much. I played freshman year of high school. So your only memory is your punt return? For me, yeah. That was a funny thing for me. Are we talking about me and you or anyone on the team? Sure. Funniest memory, Jake Morrow. You don't have to be playing. Um, I was during practice when you came up and basically gave me a concussion. Because you thought it was really funny this, to come up just... and block me, and you basically like, ah, bam, and then smack me in the head, and then the next play, you do, ah, bam. You did it four times in a row. You thought it was the funniest shit in the entire world. That should have moved your head. And I literally, I, literally I, would, I moved to the other side of the field. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. He switched with Tyree, came to the other side, and just ran straight at me to do it again. I'm like such a bully. Such I would like to bully. mention that Jake was like five three at the time. There was such a bully, and you thought it was the funniest shit. And I thought it was funny at the time. It's still I look, no, it was kind of funny. But I look back, my head hurt for literally like a week, and you. I just remember your face through the helmet, just. Ah, 
It sounds like something stupid I would do. Yeah. Uh, funniest memory. We were playing Saguaro. I think I was a sophomore. Um, that's not really funny. What about when Sean Gleason got leveled and we watched it? That's hilarious. The, uh, when his um, feet went over his head. Yeah. He uh, he got hit and literally did an entire flip. And it really um, wasn't funny until the coaches started playing it over. Linmark. Linmark rewinded it, rewinded it, rewinded it, rewinded it, rewinded it, and just like paused it. And we all just started dying laughing. At first, you're right. I don't think any of us laughed. We're like, oh my God, that was a fucking hit right there. And then Linmark just shook his head and just kept <laughs> rewinding it and playing it and rewinding it and playing it. So that we were playing Saguaro High School as a sophomore. Just finished the game. Our quarterback, Grant, went out of the game with a concussion. Had no idea where he was. Um, obviously, we lost against Saguaro because I think they were like four or five time repeat champs that year. Yeah. And I think all 11 of their defenders were going D1 and 10 of them on offense were going D1. So they're just an insane lineup. Anyways, we got on the bus on the way back and Grant finally comes to in the bus and we all start talking. I'm like, dude, you won us the game. You ran the game-winning touchdown. You scored. Like, we beat Saguaro. This is the greatest day ever. And he got all excited. And then his parents came in after we got dropped off. And he told them. And they got all pissed off at us. Like, this isn't <laughs> funny. He has a concussion and everything. Those parents, his parents were the yeah. nicest people, too. They were. And yeah. it was just absolutely hilarious because Grant thought he won us the game. Bunch of bullies, T. You don't even know. How weird How weird is it? Like, thinking back in the day when we were 15, 16 years old playing with, like, and the coaches that were there. We're basically our age. Yeah. How, and now I've talked I've talked to some of those coaches shit? and I'm like, ooh, what a if, role. And think about like you know, the shit that we did growing up and like and for me that's so weird to look back and just be like, Oh my God, these guys were a bunch of degenerates. Mm-hmm. And we looked up to them being like, wow, I these guys still, are well, again, I still I still look up to the majority look, of them. Well, look at Reith, right? Like hell of a guy. But I'm just saying, like, there were some coaches that were not like good coaches that still tried to come around and like you look at them and you're just yeah like, and those are usually the ones that are in one year out the, out next. the next yeah, yeah and so like some of the coaches that i've had you know growing up i'm just like i still call obviously they're still coach to me they'll never yeah. be anything but coach but there's a lot of life lessons uh learned through football i forget For who sure. i was talking to the other day but oh isn't one of my estimators and he asked me hey did you play ball and i'm like yeah I, you know back in the glory days i I played. He's like, oh, what position? I'm like, well, he's like, offensive line, right? And I'm like, well, <laughs> first off, <laughs> I was like, first off, you're fired. Woo, Secondly, buddy. I'm like, I haven't always been this fat. I was like, I was a little skinnier before, and I played running back. And then I we got in the and linebacker and kicker and punter. And yeah, sure. Um, you played that. And then we uh, got in the talking of you know football did a lot for me for business. You know, a lot of the things that the coaches taught, and we've talked about this before in the yeah. podcast, but a lot of the things that the coaches taught me through high school, uh, even before in Pop Warner and all that, um, college football, you know, all those things that the coaches taught me, I moved straight over to business, and that's how I operate on day-to-day now. Yeah. A lot of kids are going to miss out on that shit because they just played a lot of video games, so. Yeah, and they don't get hit in the head as much. <sighs> I a had thing. a coach that I asked – I was playing defense, and I asked what coverage we're in, uh, and it was just two. It was either cover two or cover four, and he looked at me and said, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing there then, coach? Yeah, so I pretty much called the defense That'll after boy. that. That boy. Leadership right there. Is it funny to know I still don't know any coverages? I've never read, I'd never read the playbooks. I don't know any coverages. If you ask me to go into cover two, I'm like, 
That's because you guys ran like four plays. Well, yeah, but still. I, I don't know any coverages. If you told me, I know man. Is that where you get killed in Madden? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know football. I really don't. He's <laughs> killed in Madden. I, I understand the concept of playing, but I'm not football smart. Tristan's very football smart. Hmm? Uh, me, I'm not so much. Talking. I know I have an eye for the ball, and I know where it's going. But other than that, like, you know, Yanis used to spend – Yanis and the whole coaching staff used to spend countless hours on Saturdays um, watching film of our next opponent. And then they would come in on Monday, and we would have a packet of plays. And it would be like, all right, they're in trips right – um, you know, single back, and they're running this play 52 times out of 100. And then he would go to the next formation, and they ran this play 64 times. They ran this play 22 times, and he would have all those stats. And I was a dumbass and probably should have changed things earlier on. But I would get the playbook, and I'd put it right in my locker and never look at it. And mainly because, mainly because, one, I'm not going to remember all those. I'm not going to be like, oh, they're in trips. They only run this play because then I forget my actual job of what to do of reading my guard. All right, he's in pass block. He's in run block. He's going left. He's going right. Fill the hole. You're basically just talking about studying. Yeah, I don't study. (laughs) Clearly, as in why I dropped out of school and barely passed high school. Do you wish you had gone back and studied? Not school, but football? I wish I would have studied school. Yeah. I wish I would have listened to my dad. Oh, 100%. We all do yoga, go back and listen to do our Do yoga, parents. stretch, make sure you're ready. Yep. But do you, do you wish you had gone back and actually paid attention to the playbooks and tried to, like, go home and study and, like, take it a little bit, you know, a different approach to it? I don't think. Um, no regrets? No, I definitely have a ton of regrets. Um, not really regrets because yeah, my life is okay. Yeah. Um, Bitch, I'm in your life. Don't say it's okay. It's okay. It's average. It's consistently average. Um, but uh, I think I would have changed a lot of things when it came to school. So schooling would have been 100% different. Mm. Football, I don't think it would have made me a better player, but I don't think it would have brought me to any different levels. Yeah, I think schooling really hindered my football, quote-unquote, career, which I want to call it a career, my football playing time. And my retirement plan. And your retirement plan. Appreciate it. All right, T, you got any any other questions? Last one. What was your welcome to management moment? Do you have one? My, mine was Key Pro. Um, that was kind of my first jump into an actual like management role responsibility. Um, you know, when, when I first got brought into Ski Pro, it, it was I was working at the Westin. Um, you know, I, I had never really been into the winter sports. You know, I'd snowboarded. Actually, I don't even know if I'd ever snowboarded before that. Um, but I had people skills. So, you know, Sean Van Norwick brought me in, um, knew me from the West End, asked me what I wanted to do from wintertime, brought me into Ski Pro, worked my first season, did the road, uh, worked the outlet store. Uh, next year came around. I was the only person that stayed on through the summertime with the guys, um, with like the full-time staff. Um, kind of started picking up odd jobs here and there, really kind of helping out, doing transfers, taking on more responsibility without them really kind of pushing it on me. Um, and then the next year... When the winter season came around, started going on the road, they basically, they didn't shove the responsibility on me, but they started to just basically say, here you go and see if I was capable of doing it. Next thing you know, I became a manager, had keys to the store, keys to the warehouse. Um, you know, really just, it, it wasn't a conversation like, hey, Jake, you're doing great. Do you think you're able to step up to the next level? It was, hey, Jake, I need this done, this done, this done, and this done. Can you get it done the next week? Yeah, absolutely. No problem. Week came around, 
all taken care of, no issues, no problems. And the next thing you know, I just started adding more and more and more responsibility into my hands. And the next thing you know, I'm opening up, have alarm codes, safe codes, all the responsibility of going on with the manager. So it was really just something that, you know, I had to just, I wanted to accept on the responsibility and jump right into it. There was no real question for me. I knew this is what I could be capable of. I like it. Um, I like responsibility sometimes. Mine was, I just got out of, I think it was Jostin's. Was it? Mm-hmm. Doing yeah, I, was working, I think I was working at Jostin's doing the cap and gown ring sales or whatever crap that was. Um, and then that was I get, so good for you. Don't call it crap. It, no, it was. It really helped me out with public speaking, being yeah. able to get in front of, a, a, and talking in front of a, a full auditorium of kids. Of, uh, high schoolers. Yeah. yeah. The biggest assholes alive. Um, that and three-year-olds, man. Let me tell that you. three-year-olds. They tell you how it is. Uh, so doing that, it was great. But then I got, I took some time off and didn't know. I think I went and worked for Travis's moving company. Mm-hmm. Or his yeah, dad's you, moving you company for a while. And I was like, all right, this isn't going to move me anywhere. Kind of over it. I was working a lot of hours. And then I was like, all right, I need to get into something else. Um, I saw FedEx post a, a listing. So I'm like, I'm going to go. And it was just a seasonal driving position. And I was like, I'm going to go uh, get set up as a seasonal driver for FedEx. I'll figure out what I want to do from there. Yep. Got on with FedEx, um, and they were they were already a pretty large company uh, when I got on. And so I got on a route, ran the route, excelled in it. They moved me to a different route. I excelled in it. And then after about, I want to say it was only about four months, um, the owner came up to me and was like, hey, we want to move you to a manager position. Uh, there was already a manager in place, but... He was like, we're going to acquire another company as well. So we're going to double in size overnight, um, making us one of the largest on the West Coast. Um, so I need you to cover, manage one side of the company, and this manager is going to manage the other side of the company. I'm like, perfect. That'll be fun. Like, no problem. I already know all the routes. Uh, we should be good. And then uh, the day comes, a manager, the other manager comes up. And he's like, hey, by the way, uh, I just put in my two weeks, and uh, I'm moving to Oregon. So... Good luck. See you later. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, shit. Well, I'll go talk to the owner. Maybe there's another manager being put in place. And he's like, I talked to the owner. He's like, yeah, no, uh, you're it. By the way, peak's coming up. <laughs> make sure uh, make sure we have extra vans. We need to hire 50 people. We need to do this and that. Hire, fire, who you will. I'm going to go run on. And uh, he was starting Amazon at the time. I'm going to go run Amazon. This is your baby. See you later. And I had never managed before. Mm. This is my welcoming. It's just like, here you go. You're now managing the largest on the West Coast of trucks. Figure it out. You got to know all the routes. Um, you know, I'd Our go, business motto, figure it out. Figure it out, yeah. Um, I'd go in the following day. I would have to get all the routes ready, um, packages ready, all the scanners ready. And then I started having call-outs. All right, I have 50 drivers. I have 50 trucks. I have 50 routes. Now I have somebody sick. So now it's me managing, and then I got to run a route, and then I have a breakdown. I got to go help that guy. So it was 100 things compiled in the one. They were the longest days, longest nights in the heat, you know, mm-hmm. 120, driving a truck, and then another truck breaks down. You got to run to that guy, swap trucks, take his broken down truck, get it towed back to the mechanic, go get a rental, grab all the packages, go run the route. But I would trade anything to go back to that. I was just gonna say management, that was, baby. That was the that was the, the best time days. of my life. Was there a moment you thought you were in over your head? Fuck every, every day. fucking day. Yeah, absolutely. Every day. That's how you know you're doing something good, though. For me, like if you're in over your head and you're still buckling and getting shit done, you're doing the right thing. Whether it's in that job, whether it's in where you're at in life, 
those are the days you always look back and, and just say, damn, we were used to kill it. We used to drown in that moment in time, but fuck, man, every yeah, day and, just and look something at, good. And looking back, like, we look back now, it's like, yeah, we were over our head. Yeah. But now we're looking at it, it's like, now we deal with that on a daily basis. Yeah. Now it's just like, that was that was our trial period. Yep. I think for me, one of the, the toughest ones was when I was in Virginia working for Lidl. Um, we had just opened up the distribution center, just went live. It was like our first day of really accepting in trucks. Um, and I worked on the goods in department. So all of the goods coming in, we had to unload off the truck, scan it, get into the system and then get it, um, set to get put away. Uh, we had 75 trucks day one. I think we were doing 40 trucks by 7am. We had lined up outside. We started right at five and we were used to five or 10 practice trucks so going from 10 trucks and, you know, a full shift to 75 trucks, every door was, you know, locked in with a truck. Every pallet was just blocking the way. We only had a handful of people counting. You know, we were still learning the system. I mean, it was one of the, the days that really kind of pushed us to our limit. But holy shit, I have never learned more in one sitting because it was, there was no option to sit and wait for somebody. There was no option to try to, you know, have somebody come and fix the problem for you. You had to fix that shit and get it done and get onto the next truck and then the next one yep. and then the next one. And the next thing you know, you're two hours past the time you're supposed to go home, but holy shit, you're just like hype on adrenaline with the amount of work you just completed. And to see the line of trucks and pallets that were just bombarding your bays and just to be put up away, you're sweeping, you're cleaning and you're going, holy shit, I just did all that. Mm -hmm. well, I collectively as a team, but yeah. you know, that, the, that work was actually, you know, you could physically see the amount of shit you were actually getting done to where nowadays I feel like the work that we do kind of goes unnoticed, untracked. Um, you can't really put down like a physical count of what we're actually doing throughout a day. But back then, I mean, you could break down every single thing you did that day and holy shit was it. Well, it was a lot, but man, it was rewarding as hell. Well, not to discredit what we're doing now though. I mean, no, now is not the same as then we're doing a lot of the same things we're that we did back then. Yeah. Now we just, you know, we, we've gone through that trial and error. We've gone through that state of, you know, why, why am I doing this in yep. way over our head kind of thing. Now we're doing it on a daily basis. But yep. one thing that's, you know, good about both of us is through all those times, there was never, nobody knew we were panicking, right? Fake it till you make it, baby. Well, and, and again, you know, even I, I think of uh, Utah when we had to go open up the station in Utah and it was December. One. You know, we wake up zero degrees, uh, wind chill, wind chill, everything. And then we get yep. to the shop and they're like, all right, you have 20 routes today. How many drivers you got? 10. <laughs> all right. Well, you got 20. What are you going to do with the other? And so it's having to hire, having to train, having to get trucks. Oh, on top of that, we have 10 out of our 10 trucks getting stuck. So now we had to go <laughs> jump in our van yeah. and we had to go get everyone stuck. Pulling We'd get one snow. person unstuck. The next person would call, Hey, I'm yep. stuck. Come get me. I'm on the other side of town. And we have to do, go do that. But I have videos on my phone that still pop up to this day of us singing in the van, going to the next person that got stuck. Yeah. Or walking around the warehouse because we've been there for 14 hours waiting for the last van to get back. Yeah. We, and minds. those days we would get there at what? 5 a.m. 5 a.m. And then we would be going home 11, 12 midnight. Yeah. There were quite a few nights when we first started. We got better and it was like eight or nine. But I mean, still that's a seven days a week. Long ass day. That was yeah. Monday through Sunday. Amazon, we didn't have days off. But it was always there. Don't show panic. It was just like, hey, what's going to happen? Because we're the ones in charge. We have to be the guys with the answers now. We Before, we would always ask somebody, hey, this is yeah. jacked up. How do I fix it? How do you fix it? Mm -hmm. People came to us with, 
hey, this is jacked up. How do you fix it? So you you had to be the guy with the answers. We and come if you up didn't, with bullshit. Well, but we got it done. Yeah. Like, and at the end of the day, you know, when you look at certain people in, in higher up positions, they make shit up just as much as we do. Just as much as the and next that, person does. Yeah, and that's what I've... Not a bad thing not to come figure to it out. to find out recently, but, you know, calling somebody else that's in ownership. Before, it's like, you know, this guy's... This guy's something. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He yeah. owns and runs this company. He owns and runs that company. Now it's just like, no, I'm in the same boat. Like, as long as you're talking with confidence and everything. Yeah. And Well, there's guys with experience. Who there, there's, oh, yeah. But, there's still guys that I talk to daily that yeah. I'm but there's guys intimidated by, but definitely look up to. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they've done it. They failed, and they learned how to, to be better at it. So, Amen, sister. We're going. All right, Pony Boy, let's end this. Okay, you got it. I got the last one. Okay, hit the, hit the music for oh, me. Oh, I got you with the music. Why are you doing both of them? Oh, Scaring I don't me. know which one it is. Okay. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I know we're a little bit all over the place, which we've done a few times now. Um, you know, just get out there. Make sure you're doing the dang thing. Don't give up on anything. Just keep moving forward. The day behind us is always tougher than the one that's right in front of us. So um, from Jake to Jake to T. Lee Productions, thanks for joining. We'll see you all down the road. Happy birthday, T. Lee. Happy birthday. Bye. Bye. We're done talking to you. Bye. <laughs>